You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. Grand Rising, everybody. Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to welcome you to this uh, fantastic Thursday. It is. I know it's not a Friday, but it's definitely going to be fantastic because I have the pleasure of really diving deep with our resident life coach, Mr. Curtis Calhoun. He has been coming every other week and giving us amazing tips, the real life or tips that we are able to use in our lives. But, you know, he's been giving us lots of tips. So I'm so glad that I'll get to dive in a little bit deeper with him today on today's episode. Also, I just want to thank everyone because I am getting uh, many emails about, you know, the impact that we're creating here on the day with Trey. And that's what this is all about. So thank you to everyone who is pouring their love into it. I really appreciate y'all. But of course, this is the top of the show. So it's a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Please tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. Uh, If you can't watch us, you can also listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me there on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, you name it. Um, uh, Just search us and you guys will find us there. Um, Also, I want to say that, you know, we've been doing a lot of work here at Converge and we have a bunch of different shows. So not just a Supporting the day with Trey, but all of the shows that we have here uh, on the Converge Media Network, there is uh, something for everyone, honestly. And the fact that I get to work alongside such black brilliance is another homage to this amazing cultural wall behind me that showcases the history of why we do this work and why it's important for us to expose, share, engage in, and celebrate our stories. So I just thank everyone who pours into Converge because we all provide something very different, but also we're doing that work right there. We are elevating the amazing brilliance within our community and making sure y'all have an opportunity to be engaged with it. That's what this is all about. Well, of course, you know, Mr. Curtis Calhoun definitely knows what it's about to be in community. He has been here bringing us real life for tips. So up next, we have Mr. Curtis Calhoun in the building, our resident life coach. Welcome, Curtis, once again. Peace, Dre. Good morning. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 we talk about real life for tips all the time. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I said in the very beginning of us starting this series was you don't just talk about it. See, you are about it. Right. And I have heard so many great things when your name is brought up in community. And I realize every time you're on, I'm like, oh, he does that. Oh, he does that. Oh, he lives that. <laughs> I want to just talk a bit about you for a minute before we get into sure. the history of the tips. But that 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 you know um resonance that you have with folks in the community you know the way that you have built you know people understanding who you are there's something so important about that tell us a bit about how you really stepped into the community of seattle in the central district and beyond um and what gave you you know a foundation for you to have such a great name out here in these streets oh man (laughs) i appreciate that that wasn't always the case right so that was uh first step is being intentional 
about changing that. Cause like I said, that wasn't always the case. Uh, it was always, uh, I always had an affinity for my people, always had an affinity for us rising and elevating and, um, being more than what the stereotypes were or, or how people, you know, viewed us negatively. So I always had that as a part of who I was. Uh, but sometimes I didn't understand how I was continuing to perpetuate those stereotypes or, or those types of things. So it was really when I got fed up um, and, and was became self-aware of how I was self-sabotaging myself and the image of the community that I said I had to do something to make a difference. And that's where these real life or principles or points come from is uh, over the years, those things that I've added on and, and became uh, to become who I am today and continuing on a journey to who I would like to be at some point before I pass. You know, I got to say, I think that's actually the story of so much, so many people. Um, there's something to be said about somebody who just lives a decent life their whole life. Like they never really get into much trouble. They yeah. kind of stay here. And there's something about how they feel comf confident and comfortable mm -hmm. not really having to do too much more than that because life has been pretty easy for them. You know, I haven't really had to exist examine myself. I know I'm following certain things that I've always followed, right? So there's not much of a challenge to push them to really do some self-reflection. And I think for so many of us, we have to go through the depths of it all mm -hmm. in order to understand who we really are yes. and what are we putting out there in the world, right? Uh, and so I'm always asking myself this because I'm, I'm one of those folks that's like, I need to do some self-reflection. Yeah. And I had to come to a point of that for myself because I was one of those people where life was pretty pretty cool for me. All right. Yeah. I, you know, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to do the, you know, exactly. I, I'm pretty cool. I'm yeah. not doing too much, you know, okay. Maybe I dibble and dabble over here. Okay. Now I'm going to come right back. You know, like the ideas of me being comfortable in what I felt was, you know, uh, acceptable um, and, you know, noble even to a certain degree. And then you have to do some real self-reflection. So I appreciate that you, you talk about that as a part of your history. And, and there's something to be said about self-reflection. Each one of these tips really has that as a thorough mind. See? Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, because I came from that place and as a coach, I started to, I was ashamed of that at first as a coach. Oh, you know, I did all these things and no God, people are going to take me. So then I started thinking, no, that's the thing that makes me special because I've actually been through it. Would you want a coach that never had a problem trying to teach you how to deal with your problems? Of course not, because they wouldn't even know what you're going through and how to relate to you or what to tell you. But having gone through some things and, and the real life, it came about the name change or the name came about because I was thinking of all these grandiose names, Orinda and, you know, all these, you know, esoteric names. And one day I got hit with some stuff and it was like, man, this is some real life ish right here. And I'm like, that's it. I want to help people get through real life, everyday stuff. It's cool to, to you know, aspire to be, you know, levitating above and, and you know, all the good stuff. But uh, I wanted to help people with everyday issues, be able to address those issues and live a better life. Yeah. And that's how real life came about. We just dealing with real life every day in a real way. Real life. I mean, every day in a real way. And one thing I will say, too, is going through what you've already shared. There's something about how you build a reputation um, because how people experience you is important, particularly when you are looking to be in the community. I think we're getting back to that notion, see, right, of what does it mean to be in community? How are we intentional about building community and really looking at where we came from? in terms of the tight-knit communities that we had before and how we can establish them again. I mean, you're a neighbor of mine now. You live in Federal Way. <laughs> yep, you're a neighbor yep. of mine. But but 
here Federal doesn't really have that, right? It's like, you know, even if you move into a neighborhood, it's not like you're like, oh, our kids are going to intentionally play together and we're, you know, it's different now. So the intentionality, I think, has to be very key. Tell us a bit about that and how you experience, you know, these tips in terms of like the ideas of building community. The first approach is I just show up out of love. I try to remove ego, remain humble, and it's really about doing the work for me. That's easy because that's my personality type, uh, about doing work and, and getting the job done. But it's like you say, it's always being intentional and mindful of how I'm showing up in the world, how I'm connecting with people, how people perceive me and receive me and, and know, OK, am I, you know, is it well or do I need to make some adjustments because it's not working? Um and, and that's kind of my approach. Uh, I, I'm like you said, I'm just intentional about connecting with people and as many people as I possibly can and connecting other people. Yeah. I, you know, I, I have experienced that personally. I mean, you're one of my go to folks when I get resources because I know you're plugged in like that. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to send that to see because then you have a whole litany of things that you do in community aside from coaching. Sure. We haven't even talked about <laughs> here on this platform. Yeah. And so before we go to break, I just want people to understand a bit about you. You know, somebody gave me a good tip recently and said, you may know the people that are coming on your show, but it doesn't mean everyone else does. Uh-huh. So when I talk about you having a good reputation, in community. Tell us, you know, Life Coach is one of the main things you do, Mm. but you are also so involved in a lot of different initiatives throughout community that I think have helped to establish people to understand who you are. Mm -hmm. And they've seen you living these real lifer tips because Mm -hmm. you've been connected in community. Just tell us a bit about some of the other things you also do see. Uh, well, I'm the community manager at Black Dot. I started out as the uh, program manager, project manager with Africa Town. Uh, I've been uh, rolling with the Emoji Peace Center in Waikin since about 2011. And it came from my brother and I uh, created an organization called Brothers Building. Uh, and we wanted to be able to provide educational opportunities for young black men like us. Because what we used to do is we used to share stuff. I got a book. Here's a check this out. You need to listen to this, you know, CD or tape or whatever back in the day. And we were like, wow, if we're benefiting from this stuff that we're sharing with each other, we should share it with other people. So that's how I first connected with Y King and the Emoji Peace Center, because we brought in a speaker from Atlanta, Supreme Understanding, Supreme Design Publishing. And he said, you need to connect with Y King and he can help promote and, you know, kind of get people out to the event. And I remember when I met him the first time, it was just crazy. Like, oh, I was starstruck, you know, when I walked in and, and um, but that's the first connection to community. And then from there, we just roll with the Peace Center and Africa Town Initiative, you know, and everything, you know, with that. And then obviously comes along to other organizations that Africa Town partners with and collaborates with, you know, and all the other great organizations that are out there, too. But it's just showing up authentically and really becoming involved with things that are a part of already my purpose and that I authentically connect with. You know, I don't try to get involved with things. That, no, that's not my thing. I'll, I'll support or I'll promote. But if it's not my thing, you know, that's all I can really do. But if it's my thing, I'm going to really get in hands on and, and do everything I can to, to make it successful. Well, I think that you have definitely poured your put your hands into a lot of different <laughs> successful pots. Just appreciate all the things that you give and do to community. Aside from being amazing husband and father and all like Thanks. you are like, no, I'm, I'm showing up and you really do yeah, live. To make me cry over no, I, 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 no, <laughs> I'm not- like. I I know, but I'm like, I got the time. I got the time right now, right? I get to give you your flowers now, right? Um, But it's also, when I say 
that you have no idea mm -hmm. how many conversations I've had mm -hmm. where your name comes up as a thorough line because people have experienced you living these yeah. tips, see? And yeah. for me, I'm like, it's great. C comes on, he gives us some tips, but I feel like a lot of our segments are short. We're like, yeah. okay, let's yeah, get to the tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad today that I was like, no, we're going to take some real time because I know we're kind of almost toward the end. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I got to dive a little yeah. deeper here with C because I experience that all the time. And yeah. it's funny, and I, I may have shared this with you, but people say similar things about the both of us, yes, right? Absolutely. It's like, oh no, you, the absolutely. way you show up, you always show up that mm -hmm, way. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I was like, man, I, I'm honored that I can be, you know, talked about in the same vein as a Curtis Calhoun, oh, get out who of knows it. what he's out here to do. <laughs> so I mean it, see, it's just a pleasure mm -hmm. to experience you in community. And I'm so grateful that you've brought the real life or tips to the day with Trey. Of course, yeah. we're going to get into it right after yes, this short break, yes. but I had to give you all that love. <laughs> Thank see, you. you deserve it. They don't have to end with real life or we're going to continue on. That's that. right. That's <laughs> right. Well, you guys stay tuned right after this short break. Of course, we got to get into the real life where Tip C came to share with us today. You guys don't want to miss this. Stay tuned after this short break. You're watching The Day with Trey. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and I've been able to do a deeper dive today with our resident life coach, Mr. Curtis Calhoun. And of course, y'all know he's here to bring us some tips. What's up, C? Let's get into the, the, the history of the tips you brought thus far. We always love to go kind of back to the beginning so people can remember what, what got us where we are today. Yep. So you want to go back through the each tip? Yeah, let's yeah. just... Okay, so we'll start at Real Lifer. Uh, one one is uh, Real Lifers give 110% at everything they do. Real Lifers are 110% responsible for everything that happens in their life, especially what they think, feel, say, and do. Real Lifers make their word bond and keep it impeccable. Real Lifers pursue personal growth and development daily. Real Lifers set an intention for the day every day. Real Lifers are growth mindset oriented. Uh, Real Lifers Realist are realistically positive and optimistic, but are able to see all aspects of a situation. And then real lifers acknowledge who they are right now with ambitions to improve, which brings us to number nine today, which is real lifers are conscious of their physical and mental diet. Wow. Uh, okay. So this right here, I'm okay. I, I got work to do on this one. See, I'll tell you. you. Me too. Yeah, no, because you know, uh, you know, the physical aspect for me is always a thing. And in, in, uh, my spirituality, when I follow the 11 laws of my eye, that's my mm. geb. We talk about geb as the physical body, mm -hmm. right? And we have to be, um, very mindful of what we're putting yes. into it. Yes. You know, all of those things, the way that we treat our bodies. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people think about it as physical fitness, but they don't understand it's actually what you just said there. It's physical and it's mental. Absolutely. Tell us a bit more about this because I know there's points under here. Yeah. Well, it's connected, right? Because a lot of the things we eat dictates kind of our mood and our the way we feel. 
So if you eat sugary foods or if you eat fatty foods, it can change the way you feel. And then it changes your energy level, changes your frequency, kind of dulls you down. The mental aspect of it, though, because people think with the physical aspect is just about how you look, you know, how much you weigh or something like that. But that has a lot to do with with how you show up in the world. But then the mental piece is the things that you're taking in mentally. How much are you on IG? How much are you on TikTok? How much are you watching Maury or, you know, things like that? Who are you hanging out with? What are they like? And what are you getting from them that you're feeding the brain that's, you know, keeping you in that state of mind of feeling depressed or anxious or overwhelmed or whatever it may be? So you have to be mindful of the mental as well as the physical. Yeah. And, you know, I think this is so key here. People don't really realize how what they say to themselves how it has such a huge effect on yes. how they move every day through yes. life, you know, right? So we're talking about what you're taking in and I, I want to bring in the music aspect, mm-hmm. right? Because yes. music has a way of programming you, whether you know it or not. And I'm always telling my 16-year-old Amiri, Amiri, you know this. <laughs> I'm always telling him though that the music you listen to is trash. You know, like, I mean, it's, it. I mean, okay, fine. You like the beat or something, but yeah, the yeah, words yeah. that they are saying yeah. is trash, right? Like yeah. it's a trash life. If you live like that, it's a trash life, yo. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, right. And my son's like, nah, man. So I just had a conversation with him the other day. Uh-huh. I'm like, so is that music getting to you at all? He's like, ma, no, like, it's not like I'm going to go out here and do the stuff they're saying. I said, yeah. I know, but you're reciting it. You're telling mm-hmm. yourself it. So, you know, my parents used to say the same thing. And back in yes. my day, music was hyper sexualized uh-huh. and I didn't realize it because it's just like oh SWV and you know yeah, I'm yeah, listening yeah. to yeah. and it's a vibe but then when you as an adult I'm going back and I'm like this is the stuff I was listening to as a teenager uh-huh. you know like it was hypersexualized. Yeah. right now a lot of our music is uh, hyper violence right mm-hmm. there's an extreme amount of violence in the music and it's become it's becoming normalized mm-hmm. so I love this piece because what we're taking in is really a, an indicator of who we are and how we're going to move what's what's the number the next point, C. So real life or 9.1 is be mindful of your physical and mental diet affects your body or how it affects your body. Right. So it's like what we were just talking about, how the food that you eat can affect your mood. It can affect your feeling. It can affect your energy level. It can dampen down your frequency. So it causes you to be less active or less motivated to go out and do those things necessary to be able to create the success in your life you want. And the same thing with the mental. And like you were just talking about with the music, you know how music by itself already is kind of, you know, that thing that moves us and kind of, you know, uh, stimulates or stirs up our spirit, right? So what that negative music or even positive music, what it becomes is the affirmation of our life. So daily affirmations, when we listen to these songs over and over again, whether or not you know it, the brain is your conscious mind, but you have your sub or your brain is the conscious, right? But the subconscious is your mind and your mind and your brain are two different things, but they communicate with each other. Right. The brain is where we think up the thoughts, ideas and things we want to do. But the subconscious is the one that lends support to make those things happen, manifest things and draws things or attracts things to us to bring about those things that we're thinking about consciously. So we have to be careful because we're programmed. The subconscious mind is on all the time. Right. Even when we're asleep. So we're picking up things, recording those things. And a lot of times we're acting on things that we don't even know is in our mind because we put it there you know, unintentionally or allowed it to get there unintentionally. Yeah. You know, this is why in in my life, there are certain things about I realize 
I don't have to pick up every thought that comes into my brain. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have to sit on it. I don't have to relish in it. I don't have to dive into it. You can say, oh no, I'm going to let that go. Right. People don't realize that they actually have the power to do that, which I think is so key to what you're talking about here. Mm -hmm. It's also what you pick up, what you say to yourself, like, oh, Okay, I'm thinking something and I know it's off, but I'm going to stir in that off thought. Mm. That's going to really affect Mm. where I'm coming from. Absolutely. See, what's number two? So number two is 9.2. Consume things that will optimize your physical and mental health. So it's like we were just talking about reframing those, you know, negative self-talk or those negative thoughts. uh, Re, You know, doing something else besides listening to, you know, what I like, Haru. You had one of your guests on before we were talking about him earlier. One of the things that I learned from him, you can do some things or you can take in some things that are maybe not good for you. The only thing you just have to offset it with something that is good for you. Right. So we don't have to eliminate everything bad. You may hang out with a person that maybe ain't the best person to hang out with or always got something negative. To say you just limit your time around them. But, you know, once you leave that person, go try to get something positive back in you so it doesn't you know, affect you in a negative way where now it starts to affect your life. This other person you're hanging out or other things like that. Yeah. Yeah. My mom always says it in terms terms of like, you know, what are you allowing to dip into your bucket? Mm -hmm. And I love the way that she frames it because it's like, you know, okay, this energy is constantly dipping into my bucket. Yo, I already know when I come and I sit with this person it's going to dip into my bucket. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I never been, I I don't, um, I've never been like a gossiper. If I'm around a bunch of people who are like, Ooh, Ooh, this, Mm -hmm. you know, it dips into my bucket. I'm like, Okay, got it, right? But <laughs> exactly. but but you're so right because then I I might go into the car and I need to listen to something that's like ooh positive vibes, you know, good good yeah, vibes. Yeah, and yeah. it's great to think about the fact that we have the control of that balance. What's number three? So number three is physical diet is key to health and longevity. Mental diet is key to success and prosperity. Both equal quality of life, which is lifestyle. Wow. So how you live and how how you experience life and how you move through the world, the things that you attract to you. This is how we create that lifestyle by being mindful of what we're taking in physically and mentally. Well, people don't think of mental diet. I love that term. Never thought of it in such a way, but it's so true, especially Mm -hmm. in Western societies where we're so focused on diet, right? What are you eating? What are you eating? And you don't realize like mental diet is exactly what we're talking about in terms of you having the power of what you're mentally consuming. Exactly. Particularly nowadays, see where we have so much uh, activity on these social media platforms platforms. I mean, yes. you said it at the top there. Yeah. What are you, how much are you scrolling on Instagram? What are you watching on TikTok? Yep. Like I literally had TikTok for a day, right? Yeah. I, I had it for a day and I went in and I was like, oh, can't do this. Like it's already, <laughs> it was so much, or maybe yeah. it was two days. And yeah. I remember just being like, oh no, uh-huh. I was like, I will spend too much time doing this or the stuff that was coming was so weird. And so, and, and I was like, why? You know, mm-hmm. even if that's the truth. Yeah. I used to say this to people that were close to me, like there's so much truth that you can indulge in. We know the world is a, a different type of place. It, it really is what you make it. Yes. But people don't realize. So then it's like, but if I, I need to know the truth of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. The truth is ugly in a lot of ways, right? Yes. I'm not saying you need to be ignorant of truth because I have to live and move mm-hmm. through truth. But in terms of me understanding my mental diet, mm-hmm. it doesn't benefit me to mm-hmm. be indulging in all of the wrongs every single day mm-hmm. that have been told to 
me my whole life, right? Like, yes. yeah, let me be conscious yeah. and let me be like teach my children. Mm-hmm. But there's also a level of it where it's just too much. Yes, agree. And and th- that's intentional, right? So that's what the media companies, that's what these people out there who are creating these social media platforms, that's what they want. Because like you were, you're talking about TikToks and Facebook or Instagram, you get to scroll and, and before you know it, you look up 90 minutes gone. You didn't blew off 90 minutes that you could have done something more productive or fed more into your spirit than just scrolling through senseless stuff. And sometimes it's funny. Sometimes, you know, you get a laugh or, you know, there's a feel good story on there. But most of it is, like you said, it's just garbage and it really doesn't feed you so or help you move to the space in life where you want to be. Yeah, I find myself sometimes I save a lot of things and I'm like, did I go back and actually look at it? You know, like, you know, I do appreciate the history unlock stuff like, okay, there's some great stories, like you said there, but you're right. There's a lot of it that we just don't need. So all of this is super important. See, uh, and this is real lifer tip number nine. Nine. So we have three more. My goodness, (laughs) Curtis, I just appreciate you so much for bringing us these tips. Make sure you look right there. Let folks know how they can. tap in with you and all the things you're doing as a real life coach. Absolutely. So you can reach me at CurtisCalhoun.com and on social media platforms, Curtis R. Calhoun. So on LinkedIn, IG, Facebook, Twitter. And then next week, next Thursday, uh, if you're available at 12 o'clock, I have a free online event. Uh, it's uh, using emotional intelligence to nail your goals. So that'll be an online event. You can join us via Zoom and on all the platforms, you should be able to find uh, the Zoom link. Wow. Keeping it going, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you and everything you're doing. I appreciate you, Trey. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. Oh, you guys, I'm telling you, it was a good, great, great show. And of course, I get to wrap it up right after this short break. Stay tuned, y'all. You're watching The Day with Trey. Portland, what's going down, family? It's your boy, Cuddy from Converge Media. And we got to live once again as we tap in with the Trap Kitchen for the official Trap Kitchen weekend, Friday, November 18th at the Roseland Theater in downtown Portland. Music, food, and culture, people. It's the only way we know how to rock. So come rock out with us November 18th at the Roseland Theater. For more details, make sure to follow on all platforms, Trap Kitchen PDX, or get your tickets today at roselandpdx.com. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. Of course, y'all saw it right there, but you got to get your tickets to the Nutcracker. You know what's so funny is uh, we got we got the overlay here, but we wanted to remind y'all again, get your tickets to the Nutcracker. You saw it there November 25th through December 27th. It ends on my birthday. So make sure you guys go check out the Nutcracker, a family-friendly, fun time. And you know what? I get to actually go this year. I did not make it last year, so I'm so excited. I've never seen this show, you guys, and I know it's iconic. I've heard so much about it. I've seen clips of it, but never live performance of the full show. So I'm excited. Make sure you guys get your tickets as well. And we got the Dance Theater of Harlem coming up this weekend at the Paramount Theater. You guys go can go to stgpresents.org to get your tickets for their Hazel Scott tribute. I'm telling you. 
talking to Virginia Johnson earlier this week was just phenomenal. You're in for a treat when you get your tickets to that. Of course, for today, I gotta thank my guest, man, Curtis Calhoun, doing it big always for community, but doing it intentionally with integrity and upholding his sense of love for community. You guys be inspired, man. Clearly, every time he is on, he's giving us tips, but he not only gives us the tips, he's living the tips. And he even talks about, look, there's times that he needs that coach to help him. That's the realness of it, right? The realness of uh, having somebody in your life that can hold you accountable to these things. I had a great conversation this morning with somebody who holds me accountable. Shout out. You know who you are. Appreciate you. But who holds me accountable to what I'm here to do and how I'm moving and how I'm living. You know, we all need that. And Curtis is doing that for so many people. So make sure y'all tap in with him. If you need to understand how to live these real lifer tips and you need that accountability partner, that's what he does. He goes through the tips with you as a coach. Make sure you guys are tapping in. Sounds like he has a great live webinar he's going to be doing. Tap into that. Get some more uh, guidance and assistance that will help you and benefit you in your life. But of course, he inspires me every time he's on. I want him to inspire y'all to see yourself as a part of the solution as he is doing. It's all so important when we pour in to better solutions for our world. We literally do make our world better. And I want to tell y'all out there, it's not a quick fix. We know this. This is taking, you know, where we are today is taking generation after generation, centuries to get here. It's going to take a long time for us to get out. But when more of us are saying, I'm going to give a part of my life force during this lifetime to do that work, the better and the more, you know, impact we can all make collectively. Well, you guys, I want to thank y'all for joining me today. And of course, tomorrow we get to wrap up the week with another episode. And for me, until 11 a.m., y'all, tomorrow, peace.